Welcome to the Compassionate Educators Show for teachers who desire to change lives without self-sacrifice. Let's dig deep together into the skill set, mindset, and best practices you and your students need to thrive in today's schools. Now your host, Marie Cooney. Hello, hello, Compassionate Educator. All right, welcome to today's episode of the Compassionate Educators Show. I am so glad to be here with you today. And again, thank you so much for allowing me to be here to be present with you and to share information and stories that I'm hoping will help you to become the life-changing teacher without self-sacrifice that you know you are meant to be. Um, This last few weeks, I have been talking about the helper's risk trifecta, which included teacher burnout as well as compassion fatigue. And then last week, we talked about secondary trauma. So I hope that you have had a chance to listen to these and really digest and absorb the information. I also went a little bit deeper into all three of those on Facebook in the Compassionate Educators group. So I really want this to be something that you uh, just utilize the information and really understand that some things that you might be feeling as someone in a helping profession. And again, teachers are helpers to the core. You are giving of your time, your energy, your hearts, your knowledge, everything that you are, everything that you have. And so taking care of yourself needs to be a priority. Uh, it you know, includes self-care, but it also goes beyond self-care and into radical self-compassion. And today we are talking about setting boundaries. So setting boundaries, you guys, is a huge part of making sure that you are showing yourself self-compassion. So we're going to talk about this first in terms of what this looks like uh, in some different ways, both in regards to space and in regards to time. Because when you can set clear boundaries for yourself, you're going to be able to have your time, your energy, your knowledge, everything that you are giving, you're going to be able to direct and to flow it into the areas that are most significant, that are most important to you, rather than spilling it out all over the place. You know, you have your full cup and you're just kind of spilling everything out everywhere, seeing where it goes. And it's just, you know, going to be empty um, sooner or later. So let's really look at how we can use your incredible gifts, time, energy, so that you can make the biggest impact without burning out. As an educator, I know that sometimes when we first think about boundaries, we think about the classrooms and, okay, everybody, let's keep hands to ourselves. And I can really, really relate to that today, especially because last night my six-year-old came home and said that another uh, student had punched him outside at recess. Now, Of course, I have had a conversation with him so many times about if there is an issue at school, you know, if someone does something that is hurtful 
that he should go to a teacher, that he should go to an adult and discuss the problem so that it can be solved. However, he, I guess he forgot (laughs) to do that. So he comes home and tells me about what had happened. And of course, my mama bear side comes out and I'm pretty upset. But after I take a step back and go into kind of teacher mode um, as well, I help him walk through the steps that he could be taking next time. And I assure him that I'll speak with his teacher so that the other boy can understand the boundaries that are expected and hopefully you know we won't have this issue again so you know in terms of boundaries that's one significant way to look at boundaries is the boundary of just physical space while that is important that's very important especially if you're teaching i was going to say younger children but really at all ages isn't that significant. I mean, when I was in the high schools, there were a lot of other ways that people were not keeping their hands to themselves so that we need to set some boundaries for. But that's a whole nother story. So um, anyways, the type of boundaries I want you to consider today, first of all, is what will you accept in your life? So what will you accept from others? What will you accept from yourself? And then also, what will you not accept? So let's bring some context to this. So I have a client who is an amazing teacher. She has been a teacher for over 20 years and was even teacher of the year in her school last year and just a wonderful, wonderful woman. However, as we were speaking just last night, she admitted that she has her work emails going to her phone. So she's constantly getting these pings from parents, from coworkers, from everyone who's sending her messages through her work email. And so she could be at home eating dinner and her phone is, you know, ping, ping, ping with these messages and she I could just feel the energy that she was burning how she was feeling stressed about this but she felt that she was obligated to respond immediately so she explained how she has a mother that there's a mother of a student who pretty much demands immediate answers and gets upset when she does not receive immediate answers. And what we did is we had a conversation about, well, if the mom knows that when she emails you that she will receive an immediate response, then that's what she's going to expect because those expectations have been put into place. So this wonderful teacher, she is just at the point where she is literally working 24-7, not getting enough sleep, not spending the time that she could be, you know, at home just relaxing with her family and with her dogs. And she is just constantly in work mind mode. And we discovered that part of the problem was that she has her work email connected to her phone. So it's constantly there. Her assignment was to 
remove the notifications from her phone. She doesn't have to remove her email from her phone, but simply turn off those notifications for every email that is coming to her phone. Set up an autoresponder, a message that says, I'm sorry, I'm not in the office right now. I will return your message, you know, within 24 hours because it was still important to her on a personal and professional level to be able to respond quickly. So that's fine, but it's allowing her to respond on her time. So when she is out of the building, when she is at home, when she is supposed to have time for herself to just refresh her mind, her body, and her spirit, she is able to do that without constant worry about truly other people's problems in that moment because she has been working all day long with these wonderful children, but she deserves time for herself just like you do. So when we talk about what are you willing to accept and what will you not accept when it comes to boundaries, what is it for you that you just are not going to allow to drain your time, your energy, your resources? What is it for you that you're going to say no to? And I know that it can be very, very challenging to say no. And I know that for this particular teacher who was going to be setting up an auto response on her email and responding not, you know, 24-7, but when she is able to, when she has taken some time for herself first and then respond and making it clear what those boundaries are to her parents, to her coworkers. And my goodness, I know that sometimes too, administrators are expecting us to be answering emails 24 7 as well, you know, even on the weekends. However, it's not healthy and it's creating a lot of toxic types of environments because. We cannot be on 24-7. It just is not natural, okay? So taking a step back and looking at what will you no longer accept? And you can absolutely do this with kindness and compassion and with love because I know that if you're listening to this that you probably have a difficult time saying no. Because you want to give and you have such a generous heart. And I absolutely love that about you. (laughs) Okay, so don't stop that. However, if you just give, 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 at some point you're going to be empty and you're not going to be able to give anymore, even to the things, even to the people, even to the events, whatever it may be. You're not going to be able to give anymore because you've been drained. So let's stop that right now. Let's put some boundaries in place. So think about it as if your resources, which again include time, energy, money, your compassion, your knowledge, whatever that is, okay, 
you're going to direct it. So think of it as, you know, flowing as a river. So that energy that you have that you just give, it's like a river that flows. And if you don't have the riverbanks in place to guide and direct your resources, then it's just going to flood and spill all over and it's not going to be helpful. So put those riverbanks in place and direct and guide your energy, your time, everything that you have, everything that you give, direct it to what is most important so that those people, those items that are most significant to you, they can really grow. And then you can really begin to shine even more. Now, you might be wondering, well, I'm not sure what exactly I should be accepting or not accepting. I'm not really sure what I should be giving myself to and what I should be saying no to. So there might be some need to gain a little bit more clarity around that. I'm going to invite you to come join me this Sunday at 2 o'clock Central, 3 p.m. Eastern. So this Sunday in the Compassionate Educators Facebook group, which I absolutely love, love, love the group. If you're not in it yet, what are you waiting for? Come on over, join the Compassionate Educators Facebook group because within the group we can have a lot of dialogue and resource sharing. I'm also on Twitter, Marie Cooney, Compassionate Educators. However, you know, it's a great platform. However, it doesn't give me the ability to truly connect in a deeper way. And this Sunday at 2 p.m. Central, we are going to be workshopping a strategy that can help you gain some clarity around what's really, truly important to you what you should be spending your time and energy on. And, you know, this isn't me telling you, but it's me helping to guide you through the process of discovering that for yourself. And what's really neat about this particular strategy is that it can help you save several hours every week. So think about that. Not only are you truly showing some self-compassion, but you are gaining time. If you really implement this, if you really take, you know, take 30 minutes, take 30 minutes on Sunday to really gain clarity around this, to make a plan for yourself, and we will do that together. And then you're going to, as you implement this plan, it's going to free up your time. It's going to give you more energy. It's going to shine a light on what's truly significant in your life and allow you to either delegate things that you can that don't need to be on your plate or for you to delete some things that just are not important and that are just truly wasting your time and energy right now and you can feel good about moving forward with the things that are truly going to add value to your life and add value to the lives of those around you, your family, your friends, your students, your coworkers. So again, when you are shining your own light, you are helping everybody around you. So 
that is going to be, uh, again, this Sunday, January 26th. If you happen to be listening to this podcast after January 26th, please start come on over to the Facebook group and join us on Sundays uh, in the afternoon because every Sunday I am going live with different strategies, different uh, trainings, resources, tips for all of you to implement in your lives and in your classrooms. And so I want this to be really helpful for you and for this to be a safe place where you can communicate and connect with other compassionate educators and hopefully gain some strategies that are going to make your life better and those you know lives around you better too because we are all about being life-changing teachers without self-sacrifice. So please join us this uh, Sunday afternoon and feel free to share this information with anyone that you think may need to hear it. I know that there are a lot of teachers who are in the same position where they need to, you know, maybe get some time and energy back, where they need to be uh, clear on what their boundaries are. So if you think this would be helpful to someone you know, feel free to share. We welcome, <laughs> we welcome everybody. And I am so glad that you are here showing up for yourself today. And one final note, before we end today, I'm going to give you a little bit of a preview about what is coming up for the month of February. So in the month of February, we're going to have a couple of really wonderful guest speakers on the show. We are going to be having a conversation about language learning and how language learning can also add to the creativity for our students. So that's going to be a really fun conversation. And my guest speaker, whom I will be announcing soon, has a lot of amazing uh, insights and she's a lot of fun. So join us for that. And then also we are going to be speaking with another guest who is going to be giving us some strategies that we can use in the classroom for students who are prone to uh, self-harm and might have some suicidal ideation. So this is going to be, you know, I kind of grow deep into some really difficult conversations here on this podcast, don't I? But that's okay because it's so necessary. And if we don't talk about it here in a safe place, then where can we talk about it? And these topics really do need to have more light to be shown on them because as we shine the light on difficult topics, it can release some of that really tense energy around it. And as we expand our knowledge, as we continue to grow and learn more, we can do something to make some changes, some really significant changes that can truly change lives. So I know as compassionate educators, you are also courageous educators. So join me for some courageous conversations uh, next month and also some fun and creative conversations as well. They are all very important. And thank you again so much for being here. And I hope to see you on Sunday afternoon. <music>